So I was going to ask her, so like we're, you know, we're going out to uh, XCTC to kind of watch one of the units going through this summer. You know, what are some, what would be your like piece of advice for those units going into XCTC? Like what are the things that, especially at that platoon level, um, people can do to set themselves up for success? You know, be physically fit um, and, and be uh, very open uh, to, to, to a, a good stream of constructive feedback, teaching and coaching. Welcome back to Leaders Recon. Today we have Colonel Moore, our boss, with us. We're going to talk a little bit about Green Tab Commanders Conference. Sir, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for having me out here at at, at PEC. Uh, we're kind of on a on a little intermission from the Green Tab Commanders Conference, but it's uh it's been a it's been a great event. And and we say Green Tab Commanders uh, Conference, but it's really been uh, one of the signature leader development events that we conduct in the Army Guard. Uh, for, for brigade commanders, our division commanders, uh, and, and some of the other guard senior leaders, so it's it's been a it's been a very good uh, so far uh, inject uh, mixture of, of 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 senior leader briefings and active participation uh, in a seminar format uh, to, to to where our leaders have time to, uh, to to take in a presentation and and provide some really good. Uh, you know, critical thinking uh, com coming out of that on, on the backside of it. So it's uh, it's been it's been a really good event so far. Um, a lot of, a lot of good participation. A lot of very thoughtful questions. Uh, when you when you overlay that with what's going on uh, in, in the context of current events, uh, global current events, uh, it's it's been very good. So a, a lot of the things that that we've been talking about, uh, the pivots in the army. Uh, you know, division-centric, large-scale combat operations, you name it, some of the other topics that we've had uh, to overlay, you know, uh, domains of cyber and space uh, to bring those in and and obviously uh, bringing in the, the the four stars for some senior leader perspective and guidance uh, from the from the chief staff of the Army CNGB, Force Com Commander, First Army Commanders here, uh, General Gudo has been on the ground the whole time and we've had, a, had great support um, by some retired general officers who've also came in uh, to guide some of that seminar and small group dialogue and discussion with brigade commanders, uh, division commanders, other general officers from the states, and their and their CSMs there. So we've had we've had a, we've had good, uh, robust uh, dialogue and participation. So look, really looking forward to kind of kind of taking the the feedback of that and continuing to evolve this event. And it really is this a training event? I don't, I don't like to use the term conference, but. Um, and we'll evolve that. Uh, keep putting more teeth into it uh, because every every second of leader time is is tremendously valuable. Whether you're a uh, you know a traditional guardsman and you've got to you know sacrifice the you know that your your work week yeah, uh, to sir. to come out here that's that's huge. Um, what, what and on the full time side, the, you know the, the same thing. Just trying to stay connected. And so if you had to summarize, like, what is the Green Tab Commanders Conference, like, what would that be in short? S signature uh, senior leader uh, development forum in the Army Guard. So we, it's, it's, a, it's a group of the best and brightest of, of command teams from all across the, the Army Guard, brigade combat teams, you know, engineer brigades, you, you name it. Um, and you overlay division commanders with that, uh, division command teams. Uh, and then we'll bring in some adjutants generals for, for sort of the second layer of this uh, to make sure that we've got everybody's altitude and airspeed uh, 
uh, adjusted to where we can really have those robust small small group sessions. So it's a it's it's a signature event. It's a, it's got a lot of of certainly at the three star level uh, very immersive participation. What is the what are some of the highlights that came out of like the conference this time? Wow. So so the highlights uh, obviously um, is 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 being able to come in and get into a smaller group uh, with you know. At, at the three-star level, obviously, um, you know, chief, chief of staff of the Army, you know, being able to, to really uh, talk, talk directly to the, to the group um, yesterday. And we, we stair-stepped it in with some, with some, some pretty in-depth discussions on space and cyber. Um, I came in with a, with a pitch on training in a, in a multi-domain, uh, just training in, training in MDO. Um, and, and, and try to tie those things together and be able to go to the brigade commanders and, and say, hey, this is, this is what you know, I'm doing for you as, as the synchronizer of the guard training enterprise in terms of policy and resources. So um, my brief, definitely not the highlight of, of the show, but um, you know, it's, this is about tying things together and uh, providing a venue for, for that feedback uh, 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 you know, from from the commanders uh, come in, and we and, and we're able to turn that around, and it's, it's it's really good. So, with everything happening in Ukraine right now, obviously, we're into like what day six, I think, right. of the invasion. What is that? You know, how did you know some of those big world events really impact those smaller group discussions that are happening right now here? So, so the truth is, everybody's watching it. Everybody's watching it unfold. I think that I use the term. In the brief yesterday, uh, the term "unpack." I don't know six, eight, or ten times uh, when we were looking at unpacking. Uh, you know, training at Echelon. Uh, we're really unpacking the events and watching them unfold uh, on the global stage. And I think it's really, uh, it, it's it's really uh, bringing some things home about the level of readiness that we need to maintain in the in in the Army National Guard. That you know, I, I said. We, we, we've always got to start with two things, and that's individual readiness, whether it's, you know, you're end, making sure that you, you've got the, the, the individual training that's appropriate for your grade and, and then maybe some, uh, and that, you're, that you've got a high state of individual readiness. And then we, we bring that on uh, and work it at the, at the squad, crew, uh, and, and lethal platoon level, you know, and, and you know, mission command uh, proficient. Uh, companies and battalion staffs that 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 have a level of staff proficiency needed to 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 synchronize that. So that's that's what's really hit home is that level of readiness, um, fight tonight readiness. And and as I've said before, for the last two years, the Army Guard it's been like a warfighter, and we went to the warfighter and we've gotten injects that you know you, you can't make up, you can't make these these things up, and and sure enough, we have. We have worked through those, and we and and, and the success of that has been proficiency um, at at the small unit level, and that we've able to been able to come together on short notice with limited guidance, um, you know, some clear commanders' intent about what we're doing, regardless of the mission set, whether it's been you know COVID, uh, Washington D.C. response, or it's been a continued steady state of global. Uh, em employment overseas in some in some very very uh, dangerous places, um, you know even even with you know the guard participation in, in recently in Afghanistan uh, coming out of that. So uh, that's that's what it's it's been a, it's been a, a 
a, a very loud alarm bell about the importance of readiness in the Army Guard, and certainly as as the uh, you know as the as the as a lead for Army Guard training, um, I, I take that very seriously. Um, every day is you know we're continually in the I'm looking for those resources to apply it to build readiness, and we're making sure that all that. Um, aligns against the you know the strategy and the policy that we're building readiness in the in the right areas uh, with with limited resources. So keeping that in mind, and that with the resource constrained environment that we are kind of operating in now, what you know what does that look like moving forward as far as you know that struggle between building readiness and you know maintaining what, what, core what, structure? What this is all going to drive us to do, and we know that. Uh, you know, in the in the in the last years of 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 persistent conflict, um, that our ability, as, you know, to to effectively plan and 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 implement solid training management has de- has degraded. So we got to work on training management, um, and we we've got to, we've got to look a little deeper, uh, and we've got to prioritize, and we've got to resource, um, and the better uh, the better that we can deliberately uh, that we can deliberately do that, uh, I think the, you know, you know the, the more efficient we're going to become with limited resources. So that's, uh, we're working on a couple of tools right now in TR um, primers to provide to at the, at the company level to better understand, uh, you know, you know, how the whole training management uh, process really all comes together. Okay. And then, you slap that 7-0, and I just reread 7-0 for about the third time on the plane coming out here. It's it's actually a really good manual, uh, and it's 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 very fundamentally focused. And that's that's just what what I'm I'm driving everybody be be proficient uh, at the fundamentals, and okay. and and that and all that lethality will follow. So then, how does that you know you you mentioned there's some new tools in TR that you're kind of working on developing. What are some of the priorities that you've had? You've been in TR here for a while now, yeah. and like, how how have we seen that impact now? The states and you know. Yeah. So so the one thing that I probably wasn't very good at when I started this job, and I, I just um, I just hit three years as a division chief uh, here in the Army Guard G three five seven. I started out in readiness and plans, and now I'm in training. So I took the I took the readiness um, over there. Um, so so when we talk about prioritization. Um, you, you know, obviously, the, the the most important thing that that we that we have is time. So we have to we have to carefully prioritize time. So to simply say that we're going to throw money at a problem and you know indiscriminately just you know put a lot of people on orders or whatever that that doesn't really work. So we we have to prioritize um, uh, what we're doing. And and obviously, we work it down from the from the top down at the at the signature events are our CTC rotations. And those are the, are the priority for for Army Guard collective training. You know, we work the CTC rotations to get the maximum amount of of goodness of of leader development goodness out of that. And you just completed one of those, and 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 it and it probably you know gave you about six years onto your oh, yeah. onto your career life there. You, you, you could I, I probably should be interviewing you, but um, those are formative experiences. Uh, that 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 grow us all as leaders, um, and sometimes they're not a whole lot of fun. And it's really, it's obviously it's it's what we do, you you know, in contact in the box. But it's it's the getting there and getting back uh, that 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 also that also challenges uh, everyone at every echelon, um, you know, from across the warfighting functions. And that's really how we 
how, how we view the, the, the performance there as, as we get ready to conduct that. And then you walk that down and we've also got the warfighters um, that build that staff proficiency, um, army warfighters, to, total army warfighters, and, and they're a big deal. And we spend a lot of time and resources and energy making sure that we've got the right units uh, pl- plugged into the warfighter exercises. And, and sir, just to kind of add on that, not to interrupt you, but like, if you're up to say, like, what are the what are the key like components? Like, what's the selling point? Like, why is a warfighter so important for a brigade? You know, what, wow. what would that be? A, a, a warfighter, a, a warfighter is huge for for an individual or for a unit. Ever ever how you can you can you can get you or your unit involved in those exercises. Uh, a it it ensures interoperability. Um, with 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 our regular army counterparts because they they are it's it's total army so it's it's not just going to be the guard you know in a, in, a, in a, 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 an isolated event it's it's a total army warfighter the you know latest doctrine TTPs are going to be in, inculcated uh, obviously throughout you're going to get world class uh, teaching coaching mentoring guiding uh, all of that uh, and the latest systems so you're really that staff proficiency uh, and those sets and reps are, are going to be there, and uh, and and those those kind, those sorts of things pay off just as you know uh, you know movement under live fire conditions at night, and I'll probably say that a couple more times here before before you know we, we you know we conclude this, but but that's that's hugely important is that is that level of staff proficiency in a warfighter in particular. And then we walk that down to our XCTC program when we talk about uh, small unit movement, lethal platoons, um, as, as we have that event. Um, and, and we have some other things, you know, laid on with that at Echelon. But the focus is lethal platoons, mission command proficient companies uh, in the XCTC program. And it's delivered at the point of need. So we're able to bring in a, a total training support wrap mm-hmm. To a unit uh, to conduct a warfighter, um, and and I don't look at it uh, purely through the lens of it being a precursor to a CTC. It really is uh, beyond getting you ready for the CTC. It gets you ready. Uh, gets you ready for life. Uh, it gets you ready for whatever uh, the, the the world will will throw at us uh, as soldiers, whether it be in you know in in full contact somewhere, or, or whether it be just getting your squad. Um, to, to move to a, you know, a, a location with limited guidance at night, uh, with, you know, with, with a compressed orders process. So the, so the XCTC program does that and does a really good, good job of, of, of shaping feedback for junior leaders, uh, that, that they've got that in their hip pocket and really allows us to see ourselves at the small unit level. Cause that's the first thing we have to do. Um, when we jump off into any of these bands of collective training and then, you know, through the through the entirety of that, we're we're always going to school. We're always completing, you know, whether it be our our MOS qualification, critical functional, or our PME. Um, we're, that's a continuum, and then balancing that with life is um, is is another extremely oh, difficult, yeah. demanding conversation. Um, but but that's uh but that's always there uh, because that's that's that foundational, the bedrock of unit readiness. Well, and that's what I was going to ask, sir. So, like, we're you know we're going out to uh, XCTC to kind of watch one of the units going through this summer. You know, what are some what would be your like piece of advice for those units going into XCTC? Like, what are the things that, especially at that platoon level, 
um, people can do to set themselves up for success. So they're really getting the best, you know, leader development training uh, out of that uh, 30 day exercise. You know, be physically fit um, and, and be uh, very open uh, to, to, to a, a good stream of constructive feedback, teaching and coaching uh, and, 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 and set some, set some goals. Uh, set set some some goals about a becoming a better soldier, but b becoming a better squad and a more lethal platoon. Okay. And and for the junior leaders, um, all all the RIA stats for XCTC, uh, really you know co- you know commanders are the trainers. Uh, so and that's 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 sort of you know always always been the case. But you've got to take ownership of of the event, um, and and you control the RIA stats, and you can really tune in on the strengths and weaknesses of the small unit completing the exercise. And, you know, we, we, we can make those adjustments um, ever how, you know, the, the, the commander uh, deems it necessary to, to, to place it against his or her training objectives. So it's uh, all the RIA stats are, are, are in the, you know, commander's box. So it's very leader focused, but um, there's something in it for everybody. Um, and it's, it's one of our signature collective training programs. We spend an enormous amount of time and energy and resources against it. So, um, you know, exploit it for all it's worth. Well, and then kind of pivoting a little bit, you, you hit a, on leader development as with the CCC rotations. You know, what are we looking at over the next couple of years anyway, as far as CTC rotations available to the guard? And then what would be your advice to um, some of those junior leaders about why it's important for them to be engaged with uh, CTC rotation. Yeah, you just said something real critical about the next couple of years. So if you know you're going to a CTC rotation two years from now, and everybody should know who's going, uh, and we have a very deliberate planning uh, and road to war process for that. Uh, a, try to get in somebody else's and get you some experience uh, before you go with your unit. Uh, extremely helpful, uh, extremely beneficial. It will make the unit you're going with um, better and it will also that experience you bringing back whether you went uh, as a participant or you go uh, you know as a guest OCT opt for or, or, or whatever um, ever ever how you can get some participation in there and we have multiple venues for that um, that that's that's sort of the first thing and obviously you know you you want to be physically and mentally fit before you go into the collective crucible of, of combat so it is a long-term um, a, a longer term uh, process as you as you you're kind of setting conditions with your life and your family that you're gonna you've got a significant um, a significant training event uh, that you're going to be participating in uh, but but it will make you better and then as you move through the, the LTP processes just take everything that you can grab uh, every every bit of good TTP uh, and getting those pl- platoon SOPs uh, ironed out. Spend spend a lot of time. Obviously, um, you, you'll spend a lot of time getting getting your unit ready, but spend some time thinking about it uh, as as well. So that's sort of the advice there. Some of that is 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 dated from 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 long ago, but I think it's it's still pretty you know it holds pretty true um, that it that it is that it is a deliberate um, process that gets you there. Um, and because you're going to get a lot thrown at you, and we're trying to take some of those the open source documents, sir, and put them onto the leader development website, just right. so that 
um, some of the units and soldiers can have some of those like planning. Yeah, pro- and I products. think that's that's a great point. Everything that we're we're doing in TR, and I'm I'm sort of putting this under the umbrella of a good community of practice, um, in, in in terms of of collective training, or or if it's schools, or if it's if it's if it's just something that we went out and that we that we talked to units about in terms of training management, or you know it could be the H2F or the ACFT, it could be a, a, a litany of things, um, but, but that's out there. And, and, and our, our training centers, our combat tra- maneuver combat training centers are the best in the world, hands down. Um, and there's nothing uh, that those Army organizations won't do uh, for you or I to get us completely ready. So uh, there, it's just like everything else in the Army. There's a read ahead. Uh, there's a read ahead for it. Um, you know, and it, and it all it all starts at that small unit proficiency, understanding, uh, understanding your weapon systems, uh, under understanding maintenance uh, and, and ruthless enforcement of, of, of cyclical maintenance on whatever uh, vehicle weapon system or whatever, whatever that 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 you've got that you're responsible for. Uh, and, and I just take that to the. To the, to the next level uh, because everything is going to get exercised, um, you know, in, ter- in terms of that. So maintenance on yourself, maintenance on your, uh, on, on your systems and your vehicles um, and that and the mission command proficiency, understanding, understanding those systems and understanding how to communicate and understanding that, uh, you know, in, in my day, uh, it was really all about the white light. Uh, but in, in, and our world we're living in today, keying key, key that microphone, keying that handset is equivalent to the white light. It is a, it is the 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 signature that uh, you know somebody's going to pick up on, and understanding that, and and being able to go analog uh, with with your planning and, and processes, and 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 dream on acetate a little bit, um, hugely important uh, to be able to do that, and and write clear, simple mission orders uh, in, a, in a very compressed amount of time. Well, and, and how have you seen some of that? So obviously you see all these lessons learned coming out of the CTC, some of this stuff. And then, you know, we have all been seeing on the news, like what's happening with the, like, I guess, information war, you could say, considered right. with the Ukraine-Russian uh, right. conflict and the fact that, you know, I know exactly from my living room here that there's a Russian convoy x number of vehicles in this part of the on this route you know how how is that you know impact your perspective or what are some of the things that you've been thinking about related to that yeah i i think about i think about pretty pretty simple things um but it takes you back to a a time if you know you're that you have a great amount of your comms that are going to be compromised uh you learn different ways to communicate um so, so that's that's sort of the first thing, uh, and and you will you will communicate with with much greater clarity, um, because we don't know when we're going to talk again, because we know that 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 that's going to be compromised. But but the cyber, uh, the, the the cyber business, uh, and, and it the the technology is flipping um, faster than I can certainly keep up or talk about the TTPs. Uh, on that, or really, or really, or really gain a great understanding of it. I just know that 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 it's that that technology spinning faster, um, you know, and the and the the enemy is turning that faster um, than, than than we can imagine. So that's uh, that's the thing that's interesting about it. Um, obviously, um, 
watching uh, watching these things certainly um, changes your perspective. You know, bring you know, it's a it's a pretty serious wake up call to 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 everybody uh, on the importance of of, of the whole the whole communications business. Well, and you brought up something, sir, earlier about like self development and reading and some things. Um, obviously, more at the strategic level now. What what are what are you doing right now as far as like what are you reading? Well, so I saw two things. Um, so I'm reading a book called Contagious, and it's uh, written by a, a professor up at Wharton, uh, and and it's really it's really geared towards business, but it's about it's about uh, it's titled Why Things Catch On, but it's taking an, an idea uh, and being able to reach a mass of people uh, with that idea or notion. So it's, it's pretty good. We're working our way through that. And then I was coming in here today and I saw this kind of war, uh, a, classic, uh, a classic book, and it's even better on tape about the opening days of the Korean War. Okay. And it's absolutely eye-opening uh, about what happened to our forces um, that that were not prepared uh, for the speed and velocity that was that that occurred in the early days of of, of the Korean War. Uh, the the tempo uh, they 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 weren't physically prepared uh, for for the for the for the crucible of combat. Mm. So so you're already back on your heels. Um, they they hadn't conducted the collective training to understand that. Okay. We're proficient in communicating now. Let's cut the communications off and see, are we still proficient at communicating without our systems? Uh, that and understanding, uh, you know, the, the employment of, of, of weapon systems uh, uh, against, like I said, it's, it, it's, it's a great book about when you see the, the, the tempo uh, and, and the, the level of unpreparedness, really, of the American Army in the early days of the Korean War. Yeah, and for those listening in, we'll include. Uh, you can find these titles on the website. We, we've been yeah, putting, could, we've been I, putting all the. Anytime a guest recommends something, we've been putting in like, hey, you know, he, you know, Colonel Moore, right. this episode, like, uh, you know, this this title. So if they go to www.nationalguard.mil/slash/leader-development, we have all a bunch of different like recommended reading from different subject matter. Well, Josh, experts, you can like just come in my office and you can take a picture of the books behind my <laughs> desk and. And uh, most of them I've read. I haven't got all the way through the papers of Ulysses S. Grant, oh, wow. um, but um, who understood strategy and under, understood strategy when not a lot of other people uh, in the Civil War really understood uh, strategy. Um, he he under he understood it uh, and and was able able to do some some pretty impressive hmm. feats that that he understood strategy and he did quit. So. Uh, two two pretty remarkable characteristics. So I, I've, I've spent some time reading about that, but I haven't completely got through those papers yet. So, well, did you have any other final thoughts, sir, for today, just on uh, leader development as a whole, or advice to uh, the younger at one time lieutenant more? Wow. So so the the resources that we have out there now are exponentially greater than than anything I ever thought of as a young company grade officer. So I really really had to dig hard. Uh, for the answers, um, been doing a little bit of work, um, you know, on 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 training in, in, in MDO. Uh, really went back and looked in the early '90s when I was coming along with Airland Battle, um, and and how that looked. And MDO is not Airland Battle. Um, it has some of the, you know, significant components of it, but you know, separate separate discussion there. But 
Um, so I didn't have those resources. Uh, and the Army has some great resources now, digital resources. The 7 O's is a, is, a, is, a, is a great manual. Um, and then the manuals that are specific uh, to platforms and weapon systems and all that. And, you, you know, it's a given that you got to be smart on that as a leader. That's just a baseline. Um, it, you, you, if you really want to really get good at it, you got to take it to the next level and broaden your reading list a little bit. Uh, to understand, you know, because an army manual can, can, can get a little dry sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but there's some, if you look at what's going on in academia and, and, and what's going on in, the, you know, in, if you read the Harvard Business Review, um, things like that, that you kind of understand, um, you know, units and teams and cultures and, and the difference between culture and climate of a unit, um, a, a, a little bit, you know, deeper discussion, obviously. Um, and it can get a little dense sometimes, uh, and you, you have to sort all that out, but, um, that's, that's what I didn't have. So I I would tell you, take, take those resources and we'll, we'll make sure we get them out there. Um, you know, here, here at the conference, I'm trying to get everything I can out of, out of this into the hands of leaders so that they can go back and, and, and say, Hey, this is, this is what we talked about with cyber and space and those sorts of things. And real live issues about, um, you know, you know, my goal in training is always, uh, I, I want in you know, my contribution to the recruiting and retention enterprise is, is I want to provide or set the conditions for or provide the resources for the policy for the strategy for the plan for high quality training that will attract and retain high quality soldiers, because at the end of the day, uh, uh, soldiers join the army. Uh, to to train and and it's it that's what you do that's that's the the nexus of everything, um, so those those resources are out there. So I, I will always tell people to to read, broaden your perspective. Um, you, you know, there's a lot going on in the news right now, but make sure you, uh, you know, don't don't just get on 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 one band or or flavor of news. Uh, you know, if you, if, if you've got some satellite television, get on the BBC a little bit, um, you know, get your, you know, look at some of the other global news outlets and gain that perspective. And I think, uh, and I read team everything, even when we're in, you know, in, in Washington DC and we're talking about, you know, the, the, the building the program objective memorandum or the, the budget process, I try to take another view of it and go, well, if I were on the other side of the table, I would ask this question about what do you need that resource for? Or what readiness is this resource that, that the Army is providing you going to produce? And be prepared with those tough questions. And I would say that to, to junior leaders, uh, those tough questions, A, that your soldiers ask you, you've got you to have a response to why are we doing this training? Um, you know, what, what is, you know, what is the, what is the outcome of this going to be? What, what is this going to look like? Uh, and you have to be able to visualize, describe and, and direct that a little bit as a leader. So that's, that's what everybody's looking for. Um, so, so those are just a, a few of the ideas on the top of my head about this. Um, but there's, we're just in an exponentially different place than now that we were at, than when, you know, uh, a, a young Scotty Moore was, was out there, uh, you know, just, trying to figure out how to keep my combat platforms, um, you know, at the highest yeah. OR rate possible, um, you know, and it, it, it was, it was, it was, it was challenging, but I, th I do think we're in a better delivery mode now. We can deliver most anything to your, 
uh, to your handheld device uh, to, to provide you some, some, some better information context. Um, and then whatever, whatever your questions are, what do you want to get better at? Um, we certainly are, you know, we put that out there to, to you know, over, over the course of this week um, to, to, to try to get our units, you know, a, a more enriching experience because yeah. I, I, think that's, uh, I think that's important. Uh, for for us to to to, to attain and and maintain a band of excellence in training, um, you, you know that'll really I think in the Army Guard we ought to have the best squads and platoons in the Army, hands down, um, and that's that's really uh, if if I had a one you know before I go to sleep at night goal that's what it would be best small units because the end of the day that's the difference uh, that's the killing and dying you know difference on the battlefield is at the small unit level um, and, and, and having commanders that understand the complexity of everything that they have available and they're able to bring it together uh, and, and via mission command, small unit leaders are, are you know, in, employed and capable of doing what they're supposed to be doing. Thanks so much for coming and sharing some of your expertise here, both about the Green Tab Conference, some of your training priorities and uh, information for future leaders. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate you having me. You know, and I don't really have priorities. Uh, my senior leaders have priorities, but uh, my job is to is to go in every day and, and try to make sure everybody's focused in the right direction. And sometimes I have to look in the mirror and make sure that I'm focused in the right direction. So I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, sir. Thanks for tuning in today. If you would like more information on any of the topics we discussed, please visit our social media pages in the links below. And please don't forget to leave us a five-star review. You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.